0: You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org podcasts.
1: You're listening to Chirp Radio, this is Andrew Merriweather and I'm sitting down with Alec Jensen of Dream Version. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing alright, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, I'm doing well. On your band camp and on your website, there's this thing about Kurt Cobain folding laundry. Uh yeah. And I wanted to just like <laughs> what is the backstory behind that? Why is that image the sort of essence of your band?
0: I think one of my big frustrations with indie rock is that uh, everything comes off as very romantic and everybody comes off as very cool. One of the things that Dream Visions music is all about is we're always trying to kind of like poke a hole in that image and see what's behind it. And often what's behind it is really boring, but it seems like music should be addressing that in some way, that just this, okay, so there's this shared, boring, vulnerable humanity that's behind, you know, uh, Win Butler and behind, Beck and Ezra Ezra Koenig 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 Koenig, Koenig. Koenig? I, I've never been. I I love that
1: guy, but I actually yeah. don't know how to pronounce Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. That.
0: yeah, they're all they're all folding laundry. They're all making turkey sandwiches, and uh, let's let's talk about that. Let's bring that to the forefront. Yeah, I mean, we kind of want to take uh, ourselves down a notch, I guess, and in so doing, I guess we kind of want to take everybody in the music industry down a notch
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right watch out people in the music industry (laughs) dream version is coming for you fair sounds like it came out of you doing some like very deep introspection therapy sort of addressing and being honestly just really hard on yourself it sounds like it sounds like it was a brutal year and a half
0: yeah so we started out by i was angry and i I, for once i've always made introspective music so i decided to try to make an, an extroverted record where i would actually just spit fire at all these targets that i was angry at and uh there are a couple songs that successfully do that, but about half of the album is instead pointing the finger back at myself, and it ended up being introspective. And um, there, you know, there's a lot of politically charged kind of anger, but the question sort of became, well, why am I actually, why am I not actually doing anything about these things? And that was when, um, yeah, it's kind of a harsh self-evaluation. Um, I did not come. Out of the process, unscathed.
1: Well, so I was wondering, you know, was this was the album part of this introspection and this and this sort of um, self critical thing, or was it more so like it just kind of came out of? those things like was it, it a conscious decision I guess
0: um, it wasn't a conscious decision it started happening um, you know the, one of the first songs that I wrote is this song called Everybody's Protest Song it's the last song on the record and what it's all about is basically okay so when we point the finger outward at, at whomever we're angry with what is it that we are, we're we're angry about that's actually something that is in all of us including ourselves and um, that became part of the question that I was trying to answer on the record so you know the, the album's called Fight Fair the title track is called Fight Fair and a lot of that is about realizing that for me I had these, these standards for Fighting Fair that were so high my standard for empathy was so high my standard for my own um, behavior was so high that it just ended up being this kind of paralysis so fighting fair became never fighting at all
1: can you so when you say fighting fair like what yeah. is that actually what is that like if you try to ground that concept like what does that mean
0: um i think that when i started out the record you know i i would write these songs that are about fighting and then i would re, i would stop and evaluate well is this fair and i would have to stop and think you know what the whole kind of like let he who is without sin cast the first stone idea Do I have the right to be angry about this? Do I, um, you know, is there a way that I'm contributing to this problem too? And so, um, you know, I kind of came to realize that whatever this definition or this criteria I had for fighting fair, it was just keeping me from doing anything at all because it was an impossible standard to meet. So if you can't fight fair, you're never going to fight at all.
1: difficult though right because I, it seems to me like you're somebody who's just thinking from every single angle that you possibly can you sound like a pretty analytical thinker yeah. So like to is the thing that you have to do in order to go out and march in the streets or be an activist uh-huh. to turn off
0: some of that I think for me, it is. I can't really speak for other people. I mean, certainly there are people marching out in the street who probably could serve to be more reflective and analytical. But the fact is that doesn't inspire action. So I think that one of the things that came out of this album, and one of the things that's kind of come out of just, just trying to figure out myself and my life over the last couple years, is that i had always had this idea that if I was hard on myself it would make me a better person and it would make me engage with the world better and i think that's one of the things that's explored on a couple songs on this record it's like that that's not true it doesn't work it only paralyzes you and um so uh you know accepting yourself and and forgiving yourself um those are actually it seems like really important parts of engaging with the world politically
1: yeah, well, it's cuz otherwise, I mean, you're never going to be perfect, right? There's always going to be some choice that you're making right. that is contributing to if some our, sort of If our
0: best politicians and our best activists uh stopped and thought, you know, am I perfect enough to, you know, to throw this bomb at this that this person, um we wouldn't we wouldn't have anybody achieving anything positive. I'm mm-hmm.
1: Well, and so this kind of leads me into my other question. So I know part of this idea of fighting fair in the paralysis of that comes out of reading Martin Luther's biography, <laughs> and I was like, "What in the world?" Like, so was that? Is there a story behind like why you had that like uh, on your bookshelf why you were? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I, I I was raised, I guess, Protestant. I, I was with my family. Expected me to go to church until I was a teenager, and then they basically told me I could make my own decision about it. And I kept going; it was important to me for a while, and then I just kind of dropped it. But um, I can't remember what got me into the Martin Luther thing. But there was there was something in this biography that I read that um, Martin Luther had had this dispute, I guess, with the the Catholic Church over the translation of some particular Latin line that could be translated that the catholics always translated as do penance which meant like do acts and you will you know you'll be forgiven you'll be absolved and martin luther's translation of it was just be penitent so basically just like feel guilty and worthless all the time and you know maybe you'll get to heaven so i think that i had really without realizing it i had really uh absorbed the be penitent idea i thought okay i'm gonna be penitent all the time that's gonna somehow make me a better person and um i'm just now coming to realize that okay doing doing penance doing acts of penitence or don't know no, doing acts of penance you know that's a productive thing you forgive yourself you move on and then you can you know you can go on with your life I salute the warriors of the old world. They know the flags are being taken down. So resolute as they make their last dance. What does it mean to take action?
1: What would it look like if you were taking
0: action? That's a great question. Um, one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot is... Uh, affordable housing in Chicago. In my neighborhood, uh, there isn't much affordable housing. You know, it plays a role in keeping Chicago economically stratified and also to some degree racially stratified. So, you know, I could be talking to my aldermen. Uh, I could be demonstrating. I could be, you know, getting petitions out there. Um, I could be marching. You know, there are um, there are a lot of different things that would be positive actions that uh yeah man it's hard to go on the radio and say like yeah i really care about these things and i (laughs) i can think of these things to do and i'm not doing them well
1: but i feel like it's it's really usefully honest i mean i think there's a lot in this record that uh just everyday folks connect with because you're right like you know people are going to work people have like bills to pay people have kids people have all these like daily responsibilities and it's tough to you know go to your alderman's office because he's only or she's only there from like nine to five right <laughs> so like when are you supposed to like go and do this protest or sit in for a meeting or uh-huh. we sort of have set up ourselves like at least a- as a society to make it really difficult for us to be <laughs> active in that way yeah yeah i absolutely agree is there any part of you that's nervous about the reception of this album when you, you know, finally perform it at the CD release party? Like, are you kind of like, because you're putting a lot of yourself on the line.
0: Yeah, I mean, a release show, people haven't had time necessarily, I think, to digest the lyrics, and people probably won't have digested the lyrics by by that point. But, you know, there will be lyrics in the, in the vinyl record, and there were certain points, when we were recording the record where I thought, all right, this is my last chance to change this line. If this is something that I don't want anyone to ever hear, but uh, I feel a certain obligation to myself and to other people to just, just say it. And you know what, I think um, a lot of the art that I enjoy relies on people being willing to embarrass themselves and hopefully the audience hears that and they say, oh my gosh, that's me. I would never be willing to, to say that out loud, but, you know, that's that's me.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good note to end on. Uh, cool. yeah, thank you so much for coming in and talking oh, to us about the record. Thank you and so much, Andrew. People, go check out the record. It is fantastic. Go do some introspection yourself. It was a great record. Uh, Alec, thank you so
0: much. Thank you very much. You can find this and other interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.